Welcome to a surprise episode, a bonus episode, if you will, of No Life to Letterbox. Uh, yeah, so, for starters, I'm aware that I'm a little behind on actual episodes, but I, um, had to just, I just felt the urge, I'm shooting from the hip here, I have nothing written down, I felt the urge to set up and record, um, just saw the Outwaters, and much like Skinamarink, which came out very recently on Shudder, uh, this is one of those experimental, kind of atmospheric, found footage, like newer indie horror flicks that's being touted as the, the second coming, the scariest thing ever made, and... Now, I, I haven't talked much about Skinner Rink, so I'll just I'll touch on that real quick. I was excited for Skinner Rink, and I made it um, impressively longer than I thought I was going to. Um, 50, that's 5-0, minutes into the film before I just had to turn it off. Um, a lot of people are just, oh, you just don't get it. Oh, it's just highbrow horror. It's, uh, you don't understand it as they drive their Prius and smell their own farts. And it's not that, it's just that it wasn't good. Um, at all. If you like it, that's fine. Like what you like. Me, not so much. Didn't dig it. Um, probably better served as a short horror film. The, uh, the terror that was in that film. Uh, I kind of did nothing more than weird camera angles and ASMR. And towels falling down. So, I was not a fan of Skinamarink. Uh, that being said, this is kind of in the same vein, though... It had um, it had been mentioned that it was kind of Lovecraftian, and you all know me. You mentioned Lovecraft. I have to check it out. Um, unfortunately, Lovecraftian uh, gets attached to a lot of things these days, and the people that attach them genuinely don't know what Lovecraftian is. Um, a lot of people think that there's a tentacle. It's Lovecraftian. I digress. This, uh, for better or worse, is kind of Lovecrafty in a sense, but it is once again more of that quote-unquote highbrow, you don't understand it kind of horror. But uh, I mean, I made I made it through the whole thing. Um, it's one of those things where, because of all the shaky cam, and I, we might get into spoilers. I don't know. Because of all the shaky cam, it's one of those things where you genuinely have no fucking clue what's happening. And it takes a while to get into it. Um, when you spend 30, 40 minutes with some really unlikable characters that are going to a desert to film a music video for a song that is played way too many times in the opening of this film, and then you get thunder at night and then all weirdness happens and... Uh, it's hard to even really tell because the camera is usually upside down and most of it happens at night and it feels like you're watching the film through a pinhole somewhere because you just have this little circle of where the flashlight is aiming and it's it's one of those things where uh, I'd like to give the director a budget of like I don't know, $5 million, whatever, and say, go make something I can watch. 
because the ambience was there. The sound design was aw- was awesome. Absolutely awesome. Um, it really made up for the lack of being able to see anything that was fucking happening. The, the tone and the uneasiness was there when it was there. But it was genuinely frustrating. It's one of those things that I really, really, really wanted to like. I understood what the what the story was that they were trying to tell. Um, for all intents and purposes, against spoilers here, for me, I I think it was a time loop, um, or at least implied. It it definitely wasn't people going crazy, and it wasn't this is all in their head because the whole premise is they found three memory cards. So this was actually filmed. So this happened in whatever canon or whatever world this film takes place in in the in the world of the film this this actually happened but with that said it's it's just frustrating because i i wanted to like it so badly and the only thing that i can say is frustrating it was just i found myself frustrated watching this because by the time i could figure out what i was attempting to look at it was gone there's these and these are really creepy these like little worm well not little these little like these, these kind of worm tentacle monster things with this high peached high peached high pitched like squeal very unsettling very creepy um then there's this kind of lovecraftian kind of uh i don't know lobster donkey cow thing that you really can't even make out because you're looking through a pinhole um had i not had the closed captions on the subtitles on just to figure out what was happening um i would have no idea at all i just no idea um as far as the audio goes the sound design's awesome but i would say that the mixing for a lot of the dialogue was was especially when all the shit was going down was frustrating as hell because again so much is going on so much chaos I don't know what anyone's saying. There's there's a dude praying. There's voices in the background. You like you. It's it's and I think it was done on purpose. It's it's sonically overwhelming, um, and that kind of works. Like the, I feel like the sound design is about the only thing that really works here, just because it's it was infuriating trying to like follow the visuals. Um, it looked like there were a lot of really cool visual effects, but it's hard to tell because. You couldn't fucking see anything half the time. So, like, I guess the only person that really knows if the the visual effects were top tier is the person that worked on the visual effects. Um, but, yeah, it was... I will probably... No. I will definitely never watch it again. Uh, I'm interested in what... I You know, I let me pull it up. Because we're just, we're, like I said, shooting from the hip here. Let me see who the filmmaker was real quick. Uh, let's see the Outwaters. The filmmaker in question is Robbie Banfitch. Uh, Mr. Banfitch, I would love, love to see what you could do with a bigger, bigger budget because the again the atmosphere, the tone was there, but holy crap! And I know that that found footage lends itself very well to low budget 
but Christ on a cross, this was frustrating. Not as frustrating as Skinnamarink, but it was frustrating. Regardless, form your own opinion. You know that's what we're about here on No Life to Letterbox. Go form your own opinion. Uh, it's streaming on Screenbox right now. I would say, though, the internet was wrong about this, as it was with Skinnamarink. I've been Rob138. Thanks for listening to me rant about this film. Um, hoping to have up a mainline new episode soon. So, yeah. Catch on the flip side.